This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. That's a line you might know from a famous poem, but it's not something that was true at number 47. Not the night before Christmas, or any other night come to that. Although, it was nearly Christmas. There was usually a mouse in the house, mooching around, looking for stray crumbs, and when he'd had his fill, sometimes he would sit in a tea towel that had fallen behind the fridge. Like I said, it was nearly Christmas, and so there was a whole load of new things to explore. He liked to sneak into the Christmas tree to sit amongst the glowing lights, and as the nights drew colder and the fire was lit, he would tuck himself behind the coal scuttle to bask in the heat of the flames. The mouse was called Larry. He was quite a young mouse, and didn't like being told what to do. His mother mouse didn't like him going into the human house, and she told him as much when he ambled back into the family nest in the shed after another day's chomping on chocolate chips. It's too dangerous for mice. They have traps and cats. No good can come of it. I've never seen a trap. And the cat? You mean you mean old Percy the Persian? All he does is sleep. He couldn't catch a cold, let alone a mouse. And the food? The food is amazing, especially at this time of year. Look, Larry, face it. You're a mouse, not a human. You should be in the nest with us, not swanning around over there. A row of faces, Larry's brothers and sisters, looked at him, accusingly from the straw-filled nest. But it's always warm there. And the crumbs, oh, the crumbs you get, they're so good. Now, more than ever, I had, I had a whole sultana this morning and a cherry from the baking the children were doing. A whole cherry. Can you imagine? Not really. You've never thought to bring any of those tasty treats here, have you? Pointed out Mother Mouse. I thought you said you preferred a good old-fashioned seed or nut from the garden. And what's wrong with seeds and nuts from the garden? Bird food, Larry squeaked. Honestly, this rotten shed is no house for a mouse. No house at all. Mother Mouse looked a bit peevish and reminded him that too many sultanas and chocolate chips weren't good for mice. And was he staying for tea? But before she knew it, Larry, in a mood from the argument, which wasn't the first one they'd had, had disappeared back into the glow of the house and Mother was left to worry once more. As night fell one evening, the house was still far from quiet, but the noise was now from humans. A horde of relatives had just arrived, carrying cards and packages and a grand dinner was in the process of being made. Larry was in his element. More baking meant more crumbs, and would you believe it, someone had foolishly left a tray of mince pies uncovered in the back room. He feasted like a mouse king until he felt he could not eat another mouthful. He thought, this must be the best day ever. The thing is, in all his excitement, Larry had forgotten about something. Something big and black and furry. Something cat-shaped. Percy. Percy the Persian. Now... As Larry had observed, Percy was usually found all four paws in the air enjoying his fifth nap of the day. You know, the one that topped him up before his pre-dinner nap. But Percy hadn't been able to nap at all for the last few days. All his favourite napping spots had been filled with people clumping around, the beds he liked curling up on had been stripped ready for new sheets, and there was just too much noise and light for him to doze. He would have strutted outside and gone around to the elderly lady next door, but she was with her son and his family so that house was dark and locked. This put him in a terrible mood. (laughs) Unfortunately, no one had noticed. Don't you just hate it when that happens, when you're in a mood and no one notices? Anyway, and talking of forgetting about things, 
No one had remembered to put his cat food out this morning, and so he was very, very hungry. Normally, his food dish was overflowing with kibble, but what with Granny and Grandad arriving, and the flurry of wrapping and cooking and making beds and cleaning, his dish lay bare. He meowed mournfully, and aggressively kneaded his paws on several laps, but to no avail. Everyone was just too busy. Now, I don't want you to feel too sorry for Percy the Persian. He was quite a big cat, and as we have established, merely ate and slept normally, and so he wasn't in any danger of starving, even though Percy himself was absolutely convinced that this was his sorry fate. He was ravenous. He was so hungry that he felt he couldn't even sleep if he found the perfect napping spot. Things were serious. He was sulking under the stairs when something caught his eye. A mouse. A very large mouse who looked rather out of breath. It was, of course, Larry. Fat and tired after his feast. He himself was banking on a nap, but unfortunately he had not yet nodded off, which would prove to be something of a blessing for Larry. Hungry Percy looked at Larry the way a dog might look at a string of sausages. What a delicious mouse! Now, I'm not 100% sure if cats have lips, but if they do, then Percy would definitely have licked them. He scooted down, ready to pounce, as Larry yawned, rubbed his eyes, and... Cat! He must have jumped a foot at the sight of Percy, ready to pounce, and scrambled to run, his enormous dinner weighing heavy in his stomach. Percy was in pursuit. The race was on. Larry scuttled along the kitchen wall, disappearing behind the fridge. But to his surprise, the cosy tea towel nest out of reach of cats and humans had disappeared. They must have found it when doing all that cleaning. He made a dart for the living room with Percy yowling and jumping after him. But there were there were just too many people. He would be seen and he wasn't sure that humans were much kinder than cats to an unwanted mouse. Finally, he managed to find a hole in the skirting board that should lead to the outside, and Percy would be far too huge to get through. Unfortunately, after all his sweets and treats, Larry found that he himself was struggling to squeeze through as Percy got nearer and nearer. Thank goodness Larry was free, and he ran through the garden to the safety of the shed. All of a sudden, it didn't seem to matter that the light here was dim and not glowing with sparkling coloured lights. It felt safe. The air might not be as warm, but there in the straw nest were his brothers and sisters, all dozing together, and he gratefully took his place and curled up, and the warmth from their fur comforted him. Mum nibbled his ear kindly. We've nothing but seeds and nuts to eat, I'm afraid, she whispered. Larry didn't care. He felt sick at the thought of any more chocolate chips. So, have you changed your mind? She asked gently. Larry nodded as he struggled down to sleep. It's no house for a mouse in there. He mumbled, no house at all. And mum, well, mum had to agree, didn't she? Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 